Guilty movie pleasure fans, just when you thought Hollywood was out of ideas. Are you sick of disaster films that center on just tornadoes? Or maybe you're sick of monster movies that center just on sharks. Well, do we have the movie for you? Because let's make six of them! We have Sharknado today! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. Yes! Oh, here we go. Sorry, we were talking during that. We were so excited about the six Sharknado movies coming out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode here at Guilty Movie Pleasures. I'm your host at the... I always do that. Every I always single call, time. Every single time I call myself my Twitter name instead of my real name. It's at this point I'm, you can just call him that. I'm yeah. Ben Begley, at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. With me as always, my co-host... Jesse McIntosh. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, at Too Much Jesse. At yeah. Too Much he Jesse even need on that. Twitter and Instagram. But we have two... You already know that. We have two very special guests today. They are... Uh, we have Dan Gemelli here, the co-founder and chief innovation technical officer, and Kirk Miller, the media program director of MX4D. Welcome, guys. We got Kirk and Dan, in case that wasn't uh, clear when I introduced you guys. Uh, MX4D, thank you for coming on the show. I mean, so can you guys just tell us a little bit about this format to people who are not initiated? Okay, yeah. We're so, just jumping right in. All right, we'll just dive right in. Uh, so MX4D uh, came about from uh, our work in the theme park world. Yeah. So we've been around for like 27 years now. That's how old I am. Kirk's a little older. I really wish uh, I hadn't said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually worked together before we even started the company, so it's very sad. Uh, or awesome that you guys are still working together. Yeah. It's more like a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> we look the same. You can't hardly tell us apart. It's a, it's a funny thing. So... We came out from the uh, theme park industry. It was where we started. We got into motion simulator control and all those other things such as that. And we started building our own motion seats back in like 2007, 2008. Made oh, wow. It, made it through the recession. It was like, whew, that was nice. Yeah. Cruised through there, kept people employed, which was great. And we moved into the cinema world in uh, 2013 and started putting in uh, MX4D motion effects theaters all around the world. And at present, we have over 300 theaters worldwide. Wow. So uh, mostly uh, out of the country, even though we're all based right here in California. Uh, but we've just opened up our new one in uh, in the uh, Chinese Theater, TCL yeah. Chinese Theaters. Yeah. Excuse me, let me say that correctly. It's the TCL Chinese Theaters, which uh, we actually saw. We Jesse and I saw Avengers: Infinity War in MX40. First MX40 experience. I've been meaning to go to Last Jedi and uh, and also Rampage. I didn't get to go. This was insane. It's awesome. So just I'll explain from our point of view, and then you guys can tell us the the technical stuff. But let me make sure I get all these. So just so you know what MX4D is, uh, it's motion seats, but there's all kinds of things that happen. There's there's rumblers in the in the seats that accent the action. There's back pokers, leg ticklers, which shoot out. Those those were your favorites. I was, uh, they're still my they favorites. They scared the crap I, out of I me. I said it when we first left, and then I, I looked back, and I like confirmed. Because yeah, you guys timed it out where like I wasn't ready for it. It was like 40 minutes into the movie, and all of a sudden I was like, Duh! What was that? I was, I was actually watching for leg action on screen. <laughs> Hoping more that leg we were going to get more leg ticklers. <laughs> there's neck ticklers that yeah. shoot out a little bit. There's, there's strobe lights. scents where I sent... The, the beginning, there's like a little bit of a fiery scent when Thanos... Smoke. By mm. the way, I may spoil a little bit of Avengers Infinity War during... I'll try not to, though. Uh, we won't give any third act stuff away. Uh, there's fog for some of the bigger explosions that shoots out under the screen, which is awesome. Bubbles. When he turned the the, the laser into into bubbles, uh, air. But my my favorite was either the leg ticklers or the wind blasts when the spaceship landed in New York and and they go out because at first when they're in the building, 
I was like, where's all right, where's the effect? Where is it? And you guys, I love that you waited till they went outside to unleash it. Because then it was like, you felt like you were Tony Stark in that moment. Although I will never be as cool as Tony Stark. <laughs> but you guys helped me feel that way. This wind's just blasting you. There's seat poppers. There's back poppers. Uh, what else? Strobe. Neck. Do we hit it off? And water. And back. Neck. Oh, neck. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the neck. The butt, back. Butt pokers. So butt pokers, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that it's called, uh, what is it called on the site? It's called basically, Seat Poppers. It's sorry, like, it's yeah, like butt seat poppers. Basically, we just torture you. Now, Butt Poppers is something Ben has a hard time saying. So we don't want to make him have feel a, too uncomfortable. Everyone should have a hard time saying yeah, that. For sure. I'm, sure, I'm sure there was a meeting where you guys were like, let's see, butt pokers, butt poppers, or seat poppers. Uh, I think we're going to go with seat poppers. Yeah. Overwhelmingly butt poppers is so, what we're getting back. I want to know, now that I just totally like took probably what you guys should have explained instead of me, how did the team come up with all of these concepts? And were there any that were like, that's too much? Like, like how many different variations, rough, like, how did that happen? Well, how, how yeah, they came up with them is probably your... Well, we, we started, you know, with, with one. We had motion way back in the day. Yeah. And uh, as things started going forward, different effects became obvious that we wanted to add to the whole system as we as we moved forward so we just kept adding them and adding them and adding them sometimes we added them and said well that's bad yeah. let's not do that anymore it's just not not pleasant at all yeah. from there Kirk's got so much so much uh, experience programming all of those effects because he was programming all the motion rides for the theme parks for us just years and years ago and he moved right into this and now he's the expert he's the expert on uh, anything to do with motion programming worldwide i would say I could put a little crown on him. It'd <laughs> slip off. This is know. the only time you're ever going to hear that from him. <laughs> but I would add, too, I no think extra the, pain I involved. think the, <laughs> the, the uh, most significant thing we added was a vibrating speaker in the seat. Yeah. Because it does all kinds of, it mimics, like, everything. Yeah. Right? Spaceships. Absolutely. And, and, punches and when punches, Hulk and Thanos were punching each other. Yeah. like, everything. It's a very cool thing. It takes a long time for us to program it, but it's it really adds a whole, like, Dimension. Half my team spends the entire movie on just that. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's really a soundtrack. He creates a second soundtrack yeah, yeah. for the movie just for the butt kickers. Well, and Dan, before we started, uh, you were telling us that um, the water effects you try and use sparingly. And so, because we felt now, I, I felt wow. <laughs> I heard Kirk, you were very upset about that because I felt one where Spider-Man flung down and, and hit the the uh, the water there when he was swinging to go save uh, people. You don't spoil it with like Spider-Man yeah. swinging. People might yeah. not know. Look that. out! Look out! <laughs> and yeah. I remember there was like a little blast, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" But so, what? How many? How often do you have to fight for effects? Well, we're we're down to three water blasts per movie mm-hmm. per act. Per movie. One one per act. Yes. <laughs> Some would say that's too many. Uh, we did Moana, uh-huh. uh, and we had uh-huh. 31. 31 water bottles. I'm going to crowd up by the end. They're just like, should we that, warn a park? What does that go yeah. for in an hour and a half? Yeah. That's one every, like, what, three minutes? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There you go. That's a little too much. That'd be a little too much. Some of our clients did send us a few comments. Um, maybe a little <laughs> less. Well, and just from an audience standpoint, because I had done another version of this that will not be mentioned, uh, but that had been too much before. There's another kind that's out there that's a little too much, and I'd done it years ago with Jurassic World, and by the end of it, I was nauseous. I felt like I'd been beat up. It flung me around too much, and it was more randomized. And so I was a little nervous going into this. I was like, I'm excited, but... I don't know. And what I loved and what we talked about afterwards, and we even said in our little shoddily done selfie video that we posted, is that uh, it doesn't 
distract from the movie. It just adds to it. Because something like this, to somebody listening or watching us right now, they, they're probably thinking, my seat's moving, I'm getting poked. That sounds crazy. It is, but it works. Because it's just enough that you're, you're not distracted from seeing the picture and it doesn't, like, jar you from... It's not like you're being flung like this. It's, I like that there's a subtlety, and it's very well-timed. I think that there's something really cool about that. Yeah, uh, we take great pains to yeah. do a lot of nuance. And it's we're very nuanced. Very, That's... very accurate, yeah. you know, to the frame with what we're doing. So we, we spend a lot of time. We hone this whole thing. When we first got into it, the studios were very concerned about the level of oh, that yeah. stuff. So we took a long time to develop a smooth motion that still had impact. So, you know, you're moving around a yeah. lot, but you feel like it's just kind of gliding until it hits something or you get, you know, something explodes or something yeah. like that. There's can, some, there's some, oh, sorry, go, go I ahead. was just going to ask, can, can you talk a little bit about your relationship with the studios and the process that goes into you get a movie and you're, you decide we're going to program this movie and how much information you get back from them and just basically how many, how many iterations of the programming that you yeah. go through. I'll start. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so it's, it's, it was a uh, long... I said, uh, I'm not supposed to say uh. It was a very long process well, uh, we'll initially. It's fine. Yeah, thanks, Carrie. Yeah. It's live, I thought. It uh, there was a very long process initially getting the studios to come on board because yeah. it was all chicken and egg. If you have a bunch of theaters, we'll give you the movies. Well, if we have the movies, we can get a bunch of theaters. So it was quite the thing to get it going, and a lot of it had to do with the programming we were able to show them and demo to them and say, this is really cool. This is what's going to happen. This is how we're going to do it. It's going to be very subtle. And one of the key things is what we do, the whole technology we're based on, to be technical geeky here for a minute, is we, we base it all on music software. Everything's done with MIDI programming. Nice. So all of our programmers, all of Kirk's programmers, are all MIDI programmer musicians and video editor type guys. And so there's there's a good blend of art and technology there. And I'll let him uh, take it from some well, of the yeah, fun I, studio I stories. I want to just make sure that my guys get credit here on the show. It's not me. I have a whole team of guys, and they are they are really good at what they do. All of them very talented. They come from the music world, but they also have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, a lot of expertise in don't, don't say, uh, digital software. I'm not allowed to say I'm either. I can say I'm right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so just an amazing... We have Crystal off camera just judging them both this entire time going, stop doing that. Don't do that. It's amazing. <laughs> she has the no um sign. Yeah. Just holding that up for us. So anyway, yeah, I just want to make sure that they, they get their due there. Wait, aren't they supposed to be working right now? Hey, you guys yeah, shouldn't be watching watch this it. right now. Get what? back to work. It's going to go to tape. Locked you can watch out, it right? after work. Just kidding. Just they're yeah. not they're, they're not there. You this can do whatever like you want. A really small scale version of when people win Academy Awards and they thank their kids and they're like, "You guys should go to sleep now." Yeah. <laughs> you should go to a work very now, small kids. Scale version of that. Uh, so uh, I know we got to eventually get to Sharknado, but what I did want to ask is, have you guys thought of doing? You know how Throwback Thursdays are a huge thing with movies. Have you thought of or approached studios about doing? old school disaster movies or a movie as ridiculous as Sharknado in MX40. Has that been something that's been talked about? We, I we see have. everyone in the room yeah. nodding. Yeah? It's, it's oh. Yeah, we're job over there. It's in the, the works. There's a cryptic soon coming from off camera, guys. <laughs> if Now, I, uh, I don't know how much you can talk about that, but if there was a movie... What movie would you choose would be your like go-to from back in the day? I know that's I don't really know if I just do like, one movie... I like or, the idea yeah. of doing a, a something that has a series, like a yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six. You know, not like Rocky. Yeah, that wouldn't be so hot. But uh, <laughs> sure, Sharknadoes might be a lot of fun if you can get the crowds in there. Absolutely. One of the, you know, to be honest, that one of the interesting challenges is that 
the studios do all the marketing and promotion for the movies, not yeah. the theaters. So when you do something special in the theater, it's a whole other world of how you get people involved and get people out to see it. So that's that's one of the one of the things we have to look at. But for us, one of the, it's it's strange, but some of the best movies are Spider Man movies. Oh, absolutely! They're so that. great in four D because it's like well, what, what, well, what, one, what, one of the, they have a natural timing to them. It, it, it that works just perfectly with our bench. Just, it's the amount of time that he swings in one direction. Yeah. Believe it or not, that's that's a key thing to why those works well. And the combination of somebody floating through the air and then landing and you know yeah. fighting like it's just a perfect. It's perfect. So what you're saying is uh, Spider Man Two in, in 2019 is going to be a really really, Go really see good that. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there are there are a ton of stuff coming out. You have pretty much every major action film uh, and big blockbuster coming out. You even had um, uh, a Quiet Place. Which oh. at first I was so like I was like I wonder how that is, and then after experiencing Avengers, I was so mad at myself for not seeing a Quiet Place because not only are the jump scares great in there, but I could imagine if you get a back poker when you have a jump scare. Yeah, we have yeah. people that literally sit in the scene, like they scream like what? <laughs> like just I imagine there's a lot of spilled popcorn. I brought a I brought a water bottle that was closed for it because I didn't know how intense it was going to be. We, but. we didn't know like before we went into the theater. I was like, should I have brought a poncho or? <laughs> Or a helmet, or like what? What's gonna happen? And then during, during the during the trailers, Ben put popcorn on the armrest, and I like you I was so full of anxiety. You're I was just like, like, "Can you move? Is that? that the spot for it? I don't think so. I think it's a terrible that. idea. Um, I think you explained it as going uh, never seeing a, a football game and then going to the Super Bowl. Is yeah, what it seeing felt like. Avengers: Infinity War because he uh, hadn't seen it. This I, is my third time seeing. I hadn't seen oh, really? it. Really, yeah. it was my first wow. 4 D experience. So yeah, it was right before we went in. and I was like, I feel like I've never watched football, and I'm going to the Super Bowl right. No. We actually um, had somebody uh, from on the last Star Wars movie from Disney that came for one of the events that we did. Uh, they Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, I was just checking time. That's all. <laughs> okay, it's like, <laughs> Disney! Oh, no! Yeah, no. Wow, I can't <laughs> imagine that! And uh, she... I said, oh, darn. Uh, she went through the movie, and at the end, she said, I've seen this movie ten times. I felt like I was seeing it for the first time. Yeah. And so we were very happy about that. And it was it happened to be a group of techno geeks from the cinema industry that we all bust down to go go see the movie and after the first fly through scene where they're going through the old uh, Federation destroyer or whatever the whole theater erupted in, in applause that's so awesome <laughs> I said now that's pretty cool when a bunch of technical guys think this is really cool absolutely that's got to be super gratifying. All right, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about this at the end and, and tell uh, where can they find a theater near them? Where is there a site to send them to or anything? Or? We have over 300 theaters worldwide and seven in the U.S. So in the U.S., it's a little scarce. It's a very mature theater market that's growing like mad. So yeah. that's going to be the next step. So right now, the closest one here in Hollywood, of course, is at the TCL Chinese Theaters up in Hollywood. Uh, we have some, We have Oxnard. Middle of the country and B and B theaters out in Kansas and cool. uh, Missouri. Missouri, and building more of those. And National Amusements theaters in Boston area pretty well cover the whole Boston area with our theaters out there. If you go to China, we have two hundred theaters over there. So there you go. You, oh, so if there you, you go. find those anywhere you want to you go, just throw, go, throw to a rock. Yeah. Tokyo yeah. and the big one with the with the Godzilla on the roof. We have one there, and it's uh, actually. The, one of the highest grossing theaters in all of Japan, our That's little hundred awesome. seat theater. So we're pretty happy with that. That's great. I cannot, I can't recommend this enough. And it's, it's the perfect way to see these big, crazy movies. Like the next movie with The Rock or any. We have Deadpool 2 is coming out next. Oh. You have Solo. You have Venom. 
Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I feel like, will be insane in this in the best way. So we yeah. got to go back and see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom I mean, and Solo. We actually chewed all with a giant. Ter- no. yeah. <laughs> so, yes, on Helmet. It's a for one that view one. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, one viewing, and then you're dead. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Go check it out. If you have seen a movie in MX4D, tweet it all of us and let, you know, let us know what you think. Uh, but now we're going to go into Sharknado, what we're here for as well. We did a little uh, double feature today with MX4D, and now we're talking about Sharknado. It's been a hotly requested movie here on our show, and also it was one of your guys' uh, that you threw out on a list. Um, sad. Not at all. There's no reason to hedge on this. I, for, usually, when we do this show, Jesse and I, I kind of force Jesse to do a movie he's never seen, or uh, a fan on Twitter forces us to do a movie he's never seen. I usually have seen every movie on this show. This is one movie I never saw, and I actually owned it on Blu-ray because I remember it was a big deal, and I'm also uh, kind of obsessive-compulsive and buy a lot of stupid stuff I don't need. Uh, but I bought this one, and I hadn't watched it, and now they've made six, or the sixth one's coming out. And this is the perfect reason to watch it. Um, I want to hear what you guys thought of it first and why you picked it as one of your list of guilty movie pleasures before I go into what my initial first reactions were. So what did you think of it when you first saw yeah, it? Yeah, well, well, mine's short because only, I only saw 20 minutes. <laughs> and you, I had, I, I bet I you had enough it, time to yeah, watch perfect. the whole thing. I can't I just, wait till we go beat for beat and you're just like, <laughs> should I go get a coffee? I, <laughs> I, I, my theory is that I saw the whole thing in 20 minutes. Well, no. I mean, there is a lot of driving in front of a bright white light with, with I Love Lucy-style steering. Uh, <laughs> that you can. There's a lot of a, that. A lot of driving on dry land. <laughs> with, with just, and then all of a sudden, there's, thing, yeah, yeah. there's oh. just water rushing onto the car. This is the most confusingly edited movie I've ever seen in my life. Where it cuts... Okay, sorry. I want to hear what Dan... I'm going to get into too much. Uh, Dan. I, it's very sad. <laughs> have you seen the I had whole no movie? idea that this is what we're going to talk about. And you said the thing. What do you like? It's like, oh, you know, I love those really crappy sci-fi yeah. movies like Sharknado. So you've seen the whole movie, though, well, right? I have all five of them on DVR at my house. <laughs> yes. So. How many have you Perfect. seen? Oh, all of them. I, di- I didn't even know a six was coming out. My boys are going to be so excited. Me and the boys. I got three boys. We get together. We watch these They're things, hilarious. And my wife's like, oh. <laughs> the the cr- the creator of it, the writer of it, tweeted at me because I posted a photo of me like this because that's how I watched the whole movie, and he was like, "I think that was the point," and I was like, "Great job!" <laughs> I didn't want him to think I was making fun of it because that is the point of the movie. You can't. I mean, you know, there's Dino Croc and yeah. Shocktopus and Mega Shark and all these other. Yeah. Great, we, so we'll sit there and we'll watch them on the on the weekends. But Sharknado kind of really hit the hit the pie there. <laughs> I can't. I don't. Unbelievable! It's like sharks being sucked out of the ocean and coming into the ship. <laughs> and there's I, no there's no build up. They just go right into oh, it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's, it's a Sharknado. Oh like, wow. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't know there was that and, many poor, and everyone just reacts like this is a typical, yeah. no. a typical Sharknado. Well, we just that. have to like deal with it I, the way we do. I, I told him earlier. There's this one scene that's just hilarious, and uh, John Hurt, I guess gets gets eaten. He's like in some canal or something, yeah. and he's yeah. off screen. It's like here comes a shark. Oh no! Ow! Ow! ow <laughs> poor John Hurd. Ow! ow, ow. He, he deserved better <laughs> than this. John Hurd, uh, rest in peace. He's so good. And in this movie, I'm just like, why are you in this? I, I <laughs> do. I do want to open up the question because. Because there's, like, obviously it's a movie called Sharknado about a tornado filled with sharks. So there's not a lot to, like, nitpick the about. Title says about it, right? right. Yeah, yeah. It says it all. It um, says it all. But is is this a world that contains no other sea life? 
exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like these tornadoes were filled with just only sharks. Only sharks. There was no fish. I, and in every variety of sharks. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder they were so hungry for human flesh because yeah. there was nothing to eat yeah. in the ocean. We didn't get the the prologue, which was that the, the marine life has all died off except I, sharks. I guess so. Yeah. Because those sharks are pissed the second They're they land. So angry. The second they when the one lands on their car and starts chomping through the hood to get them, I'm like that. They're the seal. I mean, that makes no sense. Yeah, there are other humans more easily accessible. Yeah. You don't need just to roll shoot off through this car, swim down the block, and, and get some fresh water, salt water. Doesn't matter anymore. It makes no like they're in the, the canals. They're in your living room. They're everywhere. So do yeah. they get? I assume they only get more absurd. Like it looked like Tara Reid in like the fifth one because I think it was called the Fifth Awakens, and it looks like she has a lightsaber ring or something. At no, it's like point. Her, she's a robot at this point. Oh, for, I think her head because she got eaten up. But oh they put her my back god! Together, so she can fly. I have to watch all these now. You had me at Tara Reid as a robot. I thought so just from her performance in this, but (laughs) should I have said that? That's all right. (laughs) Do you know her person? I actually have worked with her. Whoops. Uh, She's actually a lovely person. She's a lovely person. (laughs) We were in a movie called The Hungover Games together, which if you want to see a guilty movie pleasure, that is one of them. And that was, uh, sorry, that was human Tara Reid or that was half robot, half (laughs) human uh, Tara can't. I'm not sure at that point. Okay. Not sure. Anyways, lovely person though. Uh, So now that I made things awkward, um, what did you think of it, Jesse? So you actually saw this. I saw it. Have you seen any of the other ones? No, I just saw this one. And you were like, enough. It, and you know, it, it not says enough said. You were yeah. like, enough, like enough watched. <laughs> enough um, watched. No, like, how, how different can a second Sharknado be from uh, the first apparently, Sharknado? Oh, apparently, boy, it they got different quite, plots. They, so, they do involve sharks, but we get like Mayan jungles and all kinds of stuff going on. You're, Very nice. You're selling me more and more with everything you say. I'm so, down. I made the wrong assumption, you clearly. Did. But I watched the first one and enjoyed it for what it was, absolutely. Um, did you have like a viewing party? Because a lot of people when it came out had these big drunken viewing parties. I didn't have... Um, I didn't have anything so elaborate, but mm. I I do remember when it came out and being um, obviously interested. Yeah, because how could you not be? But I, I was, and I just never saw it. Yeah, I, so and then I, everyone I knew saw it, and I was like, oh, it'd be more fun to watch with people who haven't seen it. And instead, I just watched it alone at eleven o'clock on it was, Monday. It's the same experience. Yeah, I, it's like when I watched The Room with Spanish subtitles on YouTube before we did it on the sure. show. Sure, have you guys seen The Room? I have not. I heard about it. Oh my, we'll talk it's about it after plot, the show. The same plot as Sharknado, <laughs> just it's, without sharks. Believe it or not, it's about the same plot. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Without it's, sharks, it's that's the whole The Room universe. Crystal's seen it. It's incredible. Yeah. So now we're gonna do something crazy. We're gonna do the plot under three minutes uh, if you got it will chime in we'll all just go round robin trying to remember things you'll know the first act wow. right, the opening the credits right. <laughs> we'll start with, we'll start with you Kirk because you know the first 20 minutes are we ready in the booth Steve? Wait. yes sir alright so but it could be a spoiler for all the people that that's okay with spoiler warning everybody we're going to ruin the entire movie right now there are five now so this, yeah. it's on you yes at this uh, point. it's on you there's more yeah. to see alright alright here, here we, we go, go. gentlemen in so, five four three you gonna take us off? Right. On. So Sharknado opens on a ship. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Guys are arguing down below decks. They come up. Shark soup. Instantly, the sharks are tossed around and thrown on board and start eating. Yep. All right, Dan. One guy's face gets yeah. eaten. By the yeah. way, yeah, sharks, a great there's moment. Tornadoes. There's a big combination. Somehow, or other, it's some massive worldwide event that's causing these massive tornadoes. And of course, they land in Los Angeles yeah. because you know we have such severe weather out here. Exactly. Tornado, tornado capital of the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and just mass quantities of rain filling the streets. Basically, Kansas. sharks everywhere throughout LA. Yeah. Okay, and it starts off where they're on the pier, and we get introduced to John Hurd and. Ian Zeering? Ian, Ian 
Zering and uh, and Nova, and and they're they're all like, "Hey, we're at a bar. This is fun." And then immediately sharks start flying and killing everybody, and they react like it's just like hail or something. And they all escape. They get in a car and they start driving to go find his daughter, his wife, his and, wife daughter. and his daughter. And then it seems like later on they just rewrote it to add a son in haphazardly. Yep, sure did. So then yeah. they go and they get they get to a freeway where there's like it's very confusing how the flooding is happening. And they're driving in front of a big white light the entire time, and then there's people getting drowned and sharks attacking, and John Hurt gets killed, and then they get to Terry's house in the Terry's most hilarious house. scene of the movie. So this is my favorite part of the movie is when they go into the house, uh, the daughter and the boyfriend come down, and there's like this very strange argument, and then the water rushes into the house, yep. and there's a battle with the shark in the house, and then they somehow make it out, and the house is dry. I, yeah, Einzering's like, I'm going to distract them, and you you run to the car on my go and go, and there no one's prepared for it and so, but they all make it out and then he, they all get into the car and then the water rushes out of the house it makes no sense yeah it makes no sense do you know you can't forget the chainsaw oh yeah so then well, all shark nados need a chainsaw. The chainsaw inside the shark carving his yep. way out at the end oh yeah okay. spoiler I'm sorry. spoiler oh. so okay so then oh god what happens uh then they go there's the oh, sun so they're going to the sun they go so some, they find the school bus and yeah, they, the school bus yes the he, worst they, rescue they the scene I've ever seen in my life. He's like, I have to rescue these kids. So he's like, I'm gonna go up to the to the uh, bridge and rappel. Uh, and so he has a rope and he rappels down. He uh, we have a ranting him. bus driver. Yeah, the bus driver who's from Montana, I think. Wyoming, Wyoming. Gets, yeah, Hollywood's gonna kill me. And they get smashed and by a house. Smashed, um, and then they make it up to the Sun's aviation school. Yep. And they find the Sun. And the Sun's like, this copter will work. Let's get in this copter. Let's copter. make bombs. Let's drop bombs in the tornado. Yeah, yeah, they make a bomb out of a propane tank and a, yep. and a flare. Yep, like that'll work. <laughs> they yeah. make like seven of them. Really. Yeah. Fast, yeah. MacGyver style. Oh God! Okay, uh, here goes. Uh, so then they, they, they fly in there, and then there's an old folks home that they end up at, where sharks are swimming in the pools, and they've been fast enough to kill everybody except these people who are all in their 80s. They can't be fast enough to eat them. Uh, and then we have uh, uh, the Nova and and the Sun are flying, and in, in they they blow up the first two Sharknados, and then there's the last one, and they can't blow it up, and so the Ian Ziering drives the car and rolls out and blows up, and then runs back from miles away in 10 seconds, and they and all the shark hug lands and, on him. And, and, and he chainsaws out and then pulls Nova out of the Which I was so well. pissed when they killed Nova. And then I love the fact that um, he happened to get attacked by the same shark that ate her. And didn't let the shark just land on the sidewalk and mm-hmm. die. He instead jumped into the shark with yeah. the chainsaw. And managed to not cut Nova up while jumping into the mouth of the shark because he... And it was a... Giant. Shark. It, was, <laughs> it was precision. It was big enough for that him was to just fit luck. inside. Yeah. Hey, without being chewed, swallowed whole. Right. Yeah. Fate wanted Nova to survive. Oh my god! All right, so we're gonna go into this. Um, <clears throat> just go over some of the more ridiculous moments, which is the, the entire movie. The whole opening sequence with the guy that is <laughs> the hilarious acting in the the whole movie. The acting is hilarious. But I love in the beginning, it's, I guess they're talking about shark soup. I guess. And the one guy says it's decent, so he doesn't want to pay a, a lot for it. And then we have, let's just play clip number one, because the acting is Oscar worthy. You know the most important thing I learned out here. We shouldn't be afraid of the sharks. They are the ones that should be afraid of us. Now, I know that recording sounds terrible, but some of the sound in the movie just sounds that bad. Sure. <laughs> like it was recorded in a tin can. Uh, so then they are all mauled and eaten by... <laughs> the, so the best part of this is once there are like maybe 10 sharks on board, yeah. 
the guy who came to make the deal is still shooting at the other guy. He's not like, that's the captain of the boat. Yeah. I need him to escape this situation. He's still trying to kill the guy, yeah. and there are just sharks everywhere. And he's the, like, well, it's, I'll, I'll figure it out myself. I wrote down that the uh, CGI looks like Sega CD cutscenes from back in the day. Sure. I don't know if that's going too deep cut nerd on everybody here. <laughs> from the blank stairs, I'll say yes. Uh, the one shark that grabs onto one of the victims and then chomps him up like the, like like a Pac-Man. <laughs> I don't think... I don't. Do sharks eat like... Do they just like consume you whole like that? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Especially when they're out of the water. water. How do they keep that forward momentum? They might <laughs> just be trying to save her. You know, like a little bite at a time. Bite at a time. Yeah. It's such yeah. a good call. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not... Yeah, it can't, it can't pull itself forward when it's on land. I see what you're saying. So how did it... Unless he was pushing himself in, like, well, I'm already being eaten, I better so, spin, speed this you're process You're actually up. questioning the credibility of oh, some aspect ready. of the movie? I'm going to question a lot of credibility of this movie. Okay. So, uh, then, there's... For the production quality? I <laughs> this whole thing, when the captain gets killed by the tornado and part of his face gets... It's so confusingly edited because, like, it's just showing a close-up of him and, like... When I don't even know what really happened in that moment, I'm not. Oh, I thought it certain. Was, wasn't a shark. I think I it, was it was a shark. shark. I'm guessing it was a shark. shark. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing it was a shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's a good guess. Good guess. But uh, so then they go to Ian Zering, and um, <laughs> it would be funny if it was just shrapnel. Just shrapnel. Like, it was the only death of the whole movie that was <laughs> some not, coral. not shark related. Yeah. Some yeah. coral. He just died of him. natural causes. It was yeah, just yeah, sudden. Yeah, yeah. We didn't realize. <laughs> we didn't know. Uh, then we go to Ian Zering, and there's a whole bunch of stuff in the bar with his Australian buddy. And uh, no, it's New Zealand. He's from New Zealand, yes. right? Yes. Oh man, my buddy from New Zealand would be so pissed that I can confuse the two again. Uh, you even had it written down. I did, right? Yeah, <laughs> I even had it right here. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, we get the waitress with some scars that she doesn't want to talk about. Some uh, scars that that are like very clearly bite marks. Yeah. That, and <laughs> people keep asking, she's just like, what happened to your leg? It's like, something bit her, yeah. obviously, but she keeps being like, what could it be? A like, shaving accident? What could it be? Lion? I don't know. Yeah. So, so uh, the, the first thing that happens is a shark just flies through the window, and then more sharks fly in, and they start eating everybody in the bar. And like we said in the beginning, I love the fact that they just react as if, well, okay, so nothing. Even, even before that, yeah. they're out on the surf. And people are in the water, and sharks are coming inland, and people are... And Ian Zering, instead of getting on the shore, is like, Hey guys, there's sharks! Get out of the... Get off the beach! And I'm like, you get the hell out of the water! Right, You're yeah. still in the water, <laughs> right. dude! And then probably six or seven people get mauled or killed on the beach. In this sort of deep of water. Yeah. While Ian Zering yeah. is out there. Right there on the shore, and then... Five minutes later, they're in the bar like, damn, that was crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that's pretty much what I want to do after people die on the beach. Yeah. Like, let's go get a beer, man. Yeah, let's get a beer five feet away. Is yeah. it a happy hour? And Can we move it up? Yeah. Reminisce <laughs> about the event that just I've worked occurred. up in a thirst out there yeah. when people die. It's so Salt crazy. water. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah, jarring. Because like, then, then don't they go in the bar and have like a normal scene? Yeah, yeah they're just like yeah. hanging out in the bar. It happens a lot here in Santa Monica Beer. <laughs> it's <laughs> super weird. So then there's the huge attack. The Ferris wheel effect, I actually, compared to the other stuff, I was kind of impressed by. Yeah, that was The not Ferris bad. wheel rolling off the pier and crashing into the hotel. I was like, hey. And ran over someone. Yeah. Well, yeah. So this well there's, is, a there's a non-shark. There's a non-shark. Yeah, that's true. That's true. one non-shark right there. And the we Wyoming guy. We didn't revisit that guy, so we don't know if he died or if he was just he may, injured. Hmm. The whole Ferris wheel rolled over. <laughs> yeah. He 
maybe just you know, maybe just kind of lived. I get a cartoon. Yeah, he keeps circling giant, around and yeah. circling around. <laughs> it's <laughs> like that. That Ferris wheel is coming down a very specific path. Yeah, just you know, run. It's like the, sideways. It's like you have to run like, away from it. It's not chasing you. It's like you Prometheus to, with uh, Charlize Theron, where that yeah. big spaceship, and she's like, ah, ah, keeps running straight. Spoiler: If you haven't seen Prometheus, she dies from getting crushed by a spaceship that's rolling. There, the same way as a Ferris wheel. There you go. Yeah. Spoiling there you go. Spoiling everything today. Uh, I, let's see. Then, oh my god, there's so much. I don't, so then they get in a car, and the car scenes drove me insane in this movie. They drove me completely out of my mind because. It, it was so jarring because they were clearly cutting to like news footage of of other hurricanes in other cities. So I'd see them driving. They'd have a car, CGI car, driving down a street in Burbank. Then they were supposed to be on the 405. Then they cut to like a neighborhood street when the cops were following him. The mm-hmm. cops were on a neighborhood street and they were on a freeway. It made I was like, oh god, I can't. <laughs> my brain can't handle the cutting of this movie. It's so confusing. It looked like a really Really uh, well made student film. Like, I think you're overthinking it a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's they're just the, driving. It doesn't just, matter. So, <laughs> expect like the green screen behind her like change to the Eiffel yeah. Tower. And there's, <laughs> so, oh, they, well, there wasn't even a green screen. It's just a white light yeah. behind them. Carve out a very specific route of where they were going. Because <laughs> so I need to know, as a Los Angeles native, it's very important to me. Oh, oh it's just right. they that took. So I can tell. Right. That's my school. Oh, when, now yeah. downtown. There's it. When there is a Sharknado, I need to know. Oh, my God. We only have 14 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. We have so much more to talk about. Uh, Okay, let's play clip number two. This is John Hurd when uh, everybody else is trying to go out and save people on the freeway, and there's sharks everywhere. There are sharks out there. You don't have to go out there. There's absolutely no reason to go out there. It's a good call. There's absolutely no reason to go out there. There are sharks out there. He's right. He's right. And he's such a great actor. What are you doing in here? (laughs) There's sharks out there. Is that the moment where you realized, oh man, what am I doing in this movie? I, I, I hate my life. There's absolutely no reason to be in this movie. He might have just been in that bar. And they were like, we're shooting a movie today. And he was like, all right, cool. Cool. Let's do cool. this. What do you need from me? Yeah. So, ow, ouch. Ow, so then Ian Zering, he, uh, he times the waves perfectly. And I still don't fully understand where the waves are coming from. I have no point of reference. But hey, it's, it's Sharknado. Who cares? Then we get to the house where this sound clip's a little, it's like 30 seconds or so, but. It's, I wrote down world's worst boyfriend and dialogue. Can we play this? L.A. is drowning. I'm going inland. I'm taking my family with me. Finley, April is mine. Excuse me? <laughs> my girlfriend is not your responsibility. And unless it's the 20th of the month, which it currently is not. Oh, good. Neither is Claudia. Khan, don't be rude. He's just worried about us. <laughs> Every time it rains in L.A., everyone swears it's the storm of the century. And even if it is... Beverly Hills emergency services are second to none. (laughs) We're safe here. There are sharks flooding the streets. And now there's one swimming in your pool. Oh, okay. Are you kidding? Sharks in a swimming pool is impossible. That might rival the moment of Samuel L. Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. We're gonna win this and we're gonna stick together. Okay, so I just got to say, uh, oh. Deep Blue Sea, we controlled the robots in that. Really? Yeah, we oh, actually nice. did. Yeah. 
Oh my god, we did that on here. We, we were talking about how the ago, animatronics yeah. were so good in that movie. We used to do all, we back before they did CGI. We did all the controls for That's Jurassic so Park and DC. Awesome. We almost killed Samuel L. Jackson on set. I heard too because somebody ran over a cable and cut the wire, and the thing like shot him through the, up into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I wasn't on set. That's cool. I was That's cool. I was not like, here. Wow. For the record, Dan did not almost I kill. I did not almost kill. Samuel Samuel. And hey, he's still alive and kicking and doing 700 franchises sure. right now. That's so right. So, okay, that was a total aside. I'm I like I just had to throw that in. That's awesome. There's so many things. We don't have time to unpack everything in that sound clip. But I don't. love that Beverly Hills Emergency Services are second, second to none. Because there's so Beautiful. many emergencies All in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And when he says, April is mine, and she goes, excuse me, and he goes... My girlfriend isn't for you to... Like, he doesn't, like, adjust or change or be like, sorry, babe. It's just like, no, I'm still a huge douche. Also, like, not to get into super uncomfortable <laughs> logistics of this house, but the Tara Reed answers the door, and then the daughter comes out of a room, and then from the very same room, the boyfriend comes out of, <laughs> and immediately I was like, Literally. that's real gross. Why didn't you... Like, I don't... Probably nothing's going on, but maybe yeah. they should have just come from different parts of the house. It's also weirder because... Like, we the, didn't really notice that, but okay, now yeah, you pointed it out. It's also <laughs> weird that the daughter looks the same age as Ian's airing. Yes. It's really confusing. Yes. So, uh, then we go to... Oh my god, there's so much stuff. They bring up Matt, his son, and it's almost as if they're like, oh crap, what else do we have... What, where else can we yeah, go? We, Matt! We got a son now. We need yeah, another a son now. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, you know, the other movies he ties in. So. Oh, good. Okay. See, that's, you know, they had the long game. Yeah. They're like the MCU. They're the Marvel Cinematic Universe of shark tornado movies is what they're doing. And by the way, as much as we're making fun of this, this movie's supposed to be made fun of. I love it. It's perfectly cr- just crazy, awful, and hilarious in the best ways. And I do want to see all five now and the sixth one when it comes out. But this is one of my favorite sound clips. It's where... Um, no, actually, there's, there's several favorite sound clips, but this is one of them. Can we play clip number four? This is when they're talking about how they thought Los Angeles was going to end. Always thought there'd be an earthquake that'd be the end of Los Angeles. Or a meteor shower. Zombies, even. Yeah. Really? Black plague. Aliens. Okay. But sharks, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. My luck, sharks. Yeah, your luck, sharks. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. My luck, sharks. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody else... Oh my god! I'm not sure if that any of that was like actually scripted, or they're like, "We'll just kind of talk." It stuff. really <laughs> felt like they were just like riff at the end yeah. here. Sharks, yeah, huh? sharks, sharks, yeah. sharks yeah. yeah, yeah, sharks. Classic. I like that aliens wasn't crazy enough, but sharks were. I like how aliens and zombies made his top five of ways. That yeah. Zombies is a, is a stretch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who knows. Maybe oh. maybe the CDC knows things we don't know. <laughs> oh, what do you think, Kirk? You don't think it's a stretch? No, no, I'm saying aliens is a stretch, but sharks on. Ending Los Angeles, that's acceptable. Well, yeah. I mean, they did explain later on that marine life can be picked up by winds and dropped 100 miles off. That's true. They said that, and I was like, I'm sure that's true. I'm there not going to Google it. I trust sci-fi to fact-check their movies. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have, uh, what's my next clip? Is it, uh, oh, oh, okay, so there's the bridge rescue scene. <laughs> the best is there's like 12 kids crammed into the back of an ambulance and Ian Ziering awkwardly high fives all of them at once <laughs> they all like hold up their hands and he gets like one and a half of them and the rest are just kind of like Aww. also like what a guy he's on his way to save his son and, and he's, he's like you know what I'm actually going to rappel down off yeah. this bridge to a bus that they thought was empty maybe an empty bus but just a dude who's like driving his car and he's like you know what I'm going to rappel he can't help but save people yeah that's the thing that's his it's in his DNA yeah he's yeah. a, he's a that's true his, that's his who he is, is. <laughs> yeah. he's a 
I, you know, not uh, the character, the actor. Ian Ziering. Sidebar of Ian Ziering. I was wasn't in, in the script. <laughs> he was like, hey, I want to repel here. Ian, that's going to be like a twenty-minute sequence. I know. Uh, I was at Lake Tahoe and we were renting jet skis, and there's a training video at the lake there, and Ian Ziering is the guy telling you how to ride the jet ski, and I was like, wow. Were you worried about sharks? Yeah. <laughs> I should have been. Yeah. I think that was, before, that was before his resurgence with Sharknado. Because I'm sure they didn't pay... T- Maybe they did. Maybe they paid a pretty good price to be on a jet ski. Yes, yes. The Hollywood Kills Me. is. See, that's Steve saying you, you're running out yeah, of time. Move ben. it along. Move so it uh, the guy that's ranting about being from Wyoming and wanting to be an actor, and he, he survives the bus uh, disaster, and this happens. My mom always told me Hollywood would kill me. And then I guess a house or some metal roofing lands on him and yeah. murders him. Yeah. And then again, they get in the car and they're like, off to my son. <laughs> <laughs> they react to death so nonchalantly yeah. in this. They're like, ah, okay. okay. <laughs> when John Hurd dies, only Nova's upset. Everybody else is like, all right, we got to keep going. <laughs> it's like they've been hardened by the apocalypse for 10 years yeah. instead of 15 minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do, does, They're well trained shark marines. They, you know, right? they are, you know. He, 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 he accepts it. He accepts it right away. Uh, they go into a shop and they get supplies. My favorite thing was watching Tara Reed pretend to do things with her environment when she's. Um, there's a part where she has the hedge clippers, and it's like they were like, just like, we don't have a battery for it, so just like fiddle with it. And for the entire scene, she's just going like this. And not pressing anything, but it's like a five-minute scene. I'm like, just give her something to do other than that. I felt so bad, because you can tell she's just like, the hell else do I do? do, I you, do this? You, can I pick up any other item? No, no, no. We don't. We, our props budget was no. really low for today. <laughs> Continuity is important yeah. for this shot. So poor Terry yeah. just has to stand there like, all right. Well, I guess I have this. <laughs> this is it. Uh, well, let's play clip number six. This is uh, the, the apocalypse guy, the conspiracy theorist in the, in the convenience store. Apocalypse, my ass. This isn't the end of the world. Gods, they're not angry with us. The aliens aren't coming down. It's the government. Okay. Yeah, with a big capital G. They're behind everything. They know what we buy. They know what we eat, where we go to the bathroom. Hurry, hurry. They know what kind of cheese I like. (laughs) Pepper Jack. They control it all. And the weather, too. I got to hand it to them, though. Sharks. I never saw that coming. (laughs) Yeah. I love that because I feel like Geostorm watched this movie and then got the idea for Geostorm from that, where he's like, the government controls the weather. Let's cast Gerard mm. Butler and do this. <laughs> I'll bet that was fun. In M- did they have MX4D Geostorm? Yes. We did do Geostorm. Oh, God, I feel like that would have been insane. I, I didn't see it. Kirk, Kirk had to watch yeah, it. I feel like that would have been the only way to watch that movie. <laughs> 31 water well, that's splashes. one cool thing about yeah. MX-40 is it could draw you into movies that otherwise you wouldn't see. Yeah. yeah. I actually, we did or at least with I admit to seeing. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It makes great movies even more cool, and it makes terrible movies awesome. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there that's you MX-40's go. new that's logo. logo. We got logo, that yeah. Great movies, even better. Terrible movies, awesome. awesome. All right, You're, you can you know you can talk to my lawyer afterwards for uh, the rights to that. I'm kidding. I'm his lawyer, <laughs> just his, and he does a terrible I'm job. Not, I don't. I, I didn't go to law school. <laughs> I'll give him a dollar for that. For that works. He actually, he actually just signed Deal. me up for Legal Zoom. That's yeah. all. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Well, I, uh, so, I got a nice retainer out of it. So <laughs> good. I, I do like. I do like that this guy's like. Convinced it's a conspiracy that the government knows his favorite cheese, but then he's so ready to just tell people what his favorite cheese is. Yeah, he just like immediately afterwards is like pepper jack, <laughs> pepper jack. Like maybe because you tell everyone, dude. That's how everyone knows. <laughs> and to this movie's credit, there are very tongue-in-cheek moments like that, which 
I love, and I love this movie for what it is. It's supposed to be something that you laugh at and make fun of. That's the point of it. And so yeah. if the writer is watching right now, we're <laughs> lovingly making fun of it because it's awesome and I'm going to watch. Congratulations. I'm watching all five this weekend and my wife is going to hate me for it. But um, now we have clip number. God, I feel like oh, we talked so much about. Uh, here we go. Yes. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. So this is, uh, this is Ian Ziering's hero moment where um, I don't know what. The idea behind this is they could get in a helicopter and get out of there, but instead they're like, we're going to take on these thousands of sharks. Yep. We with can't our- fly in these storms. What are we going to do? We're going to stand and fight. Why? We can't just wait here and wait for sharks to rain down on us again. You- That's that what you're going to do. We could arm ourselves with something more powerful than these. He throws his crowbar aside. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then they get chainsaws. They get the infamous uh, bush trimmer thing that, uh, yeah. <laughs> hedge trimmer. Uh, they make bombs. They make bombs. propane tanks. Yeah. yeah. And as, as we found out, they made just enough bombs to not be able to fail with any of them. Yeah. Like they made exactly three bombs and to take on that helicopter. Too. Two oh, of them worked great. Oh, well, they actually had four, right, because they had the one on the truck, too, as a backup. Right, but they where, only took up with them enough yeah. where they couldn't fail. And they were down, they were t- under they a time crunch. They, they were under a time great. crunch. Yeah. yeah. Nova is, a, she's really good at throwing bombs at exactly where you need in a tornado. Yes. Which While they spinning around on a helicopter yeah. that's being thrown all right. over. With sharks. Right. Yeah. With sharks. With sharks. Yeah. And I like that they started off having Nova be the love interest for uh, Finn, Ian Zaring's character, and then they just kind of just do a one, just Hard go, here, pivot to here, the sun. just have the sun. And yeah. then I'm like, that's strange. That's and the dad's weird. like, What's up, Tara Reed? And she wipes off the blood at the end and kisses him. And I was just like, this whole dynamic is strange. <laughs> she's she's probably going to be a robot. Soon. That's yeah, what yeah, I was thinking in going my for. mind. I was like, so, she's, that's not a human thing. <laughs> I want to I want to show the the other MX4D video we have. Uh, but, so I got to go through the other sound clips where Nova has her awesome Jaws reference line. Can we play clip number eight? We're going to need a bigger chopper. Obviously, we're going to need a bigger. Sorry, I forgot I had that. I hope this bomb idea of yours works. It will. It will. It will. All right. Well, also, you sold me. It was also cool. a geoscientist. I know everything. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. When they He's ran a paramedic, out, right? Yeah. yeah. When they ran out to the helicopter and they were like, I don't know if this is going to work. And the son like, takes a peek at it and he goes, oh, she'll work. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. There you I go. Guess, I guess we'll come back to that. There you go. Uh, Dan, will you describe your favorite scene where Ian jumps through the shark? Because it seems like you love that. <laughs> oh, it's because it, it, it doesn't just happen in this one. I don't know. Spoiler. Spoiler. There's, away. there's eating and chainsaws and many of the Sharknado. So how scene. does it happen in this one? Uh, describe for the viewers who haven't seen it. He, well, he's got that stance. Yeah. You can't just wait for it. You have to stand with that chainsaw <laughs> ready to go. There's there's a whole training method to it, oh, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you've watched you know, the behind the scenes. Yeah, once you've got that down, you can just right through any just shark, no matter how up. big, in, out, and jumped into it. So I like that he launches through the shark's mouth, getting grazed by none of the teeth. Oh, yeah, because they're wide open. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, the shark was flying. And he's really hungry. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna eat this. And then we think he's dead, and all of a sudden he saws through, and we have this sound clip, the feral scream. It's so good. I have a feeling that after I watch five Sharknado movies, I'm gonna run out of my house going. <laughs> 
Everybody's gonna be like, "What's wrong?" I'm be like, "I just watched five Sharknado movies in one weekend." Do you, are you gonna cosplay and be covered in shark blood I should, when yeah. you do it? I yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I know we gotta get out of here soon. So Stephen, can we play just the ninety, the 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 one with the seats? Yeah, I want to show everybody. I wanted to show this in the top, and I got so excited I forgot. This is a visual of what it all looks like. So if you're listening to this, watch us on YouTube so you can see it. All right, play away. This is what we experienced yesterday. Look at tornadoes. Yeah, see? I don't see any sharks in there, though. The wind effects are awesome. We didn't know. <laughs> oh my god, it rumbles like when every punch, every explosion, you get surprises. Seat poppers, not, seat poppers, poppers, not butt, butt, poppers. butt poppers. Sorry, yeah. Oh yeah, the leg ticklers, Jesse's favorite. That's my jam. That's his jam. The rain effects. We get to, they're used sparingly. Don't worry, you don't need a poncho. We talked. We had a little pine scent in the forest. I thought. It's the dramatic music that yeah, really yeah. makes. Oh yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Go see MX4D. Makes terrible movies awesome and better movies amazing. The strobe effects were so cool. Every time Thor used the the, the oh, what did it what was it called Stormbreaker right? I haven't I seen the, the axe. Clear. The axe. The bubbles with Thanos. It made that scene even more poignant. That's what you get at MX4D. That's Why right. go to a movie when you can experience a movie, ladies and gentlemen? That is, that's it. See, I am available feel, to do commercials believe. for MX40, by <laughs> yeah. the way. I am very unemployed at the moment, MX40. <laughs> so anyways, that's that's all the time we have for today, so I don't need to play that. Can we play a shark song as we go out? Because it's so good. This is the Sharknado theme song as we say our outros. Oh, plug ourselves first. Okay, there we cool. go. So, anyways, Dan and Kirk, thank you so much for coming on the show, and thank, thank you for, yeah, uh, for you. thank you for giving us the experience of MX40. Where can they find MX40 on, on Hashtag Twitter? Hashtag you can't get this at home. All right, I like that. And, and MX, it's at MX40. What's the official Twitter? MX40 underscore global uh, and and at MediaMation MX40 on Twitter. There we go. All right. But they're, we're everywhere. I don't yes, know. you are everywhere. Just hashtag MX4D. You're going to see our, MX4D. our tweets. MX4D. There you go. Jesse, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse and for Sketch at The Prom Losers. You can find me at, at The Ben Begley and you can find us at Guilty Movie Guys, like we say every week. Throw out some suggestions. It only takes one tweet to sway our opinion <laughs> week to week. And also, you can find my wife and I. We have a parenting blog. It's at Parents vs. Babies. So check that out, even if you're not a parent. It's a, a parent? A parent. Just adding vowels. Yep. Until next time, what is your guilt? Movie pleasure. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.